0: There are lots of lousy businesses, and there's lots of wonderful businesses.
1: It's the art and science of money. My job has been to try and figure out which is which. It's Hi-Fi Radio, from the Global News Radio Studios in Toronto, with Hi-Fi Portfolio Managers. Here's Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle.
2: Well, Happy New Year, and welcome to the first show of the decade. Um, so, we got to uh, do a little... Uh, rewind recap uh, of what we have learned uh because it is time to apply it uh jack and i are here to help you jack and i are here to help you be wealthier uh if you're wealthier we shall help you with what's called a peace of mind at some point hopefully become rich enough wealthy enough that incremental money doesn't matter and then you can pass it on to those who need it more give it back to the world uh be a good person uh indeed but uh you know, I can't stress enough um, that Jack and I are here for each and every one of you. And if you think that you don't have enough money uh, to call us, that is wrong. Uh, Jack and I are more than happy to speak to each and every one of you and give you guidance. If you have $5,000 and you have questions, if you have $5 million and you have questions, you can give us a call. Uh, of course, if, if your account is uh, under, say, 50 grand, 100 grand, we can't necessarily manage it for you, but we can certainly, certainly give you a review and offer you some high level no-nonsense, transparent, honest, free advice and help you uh, perhaps get started some or perhaps your local bank. But the the key is to get started. So if you don't know how to get started, call us and we'll help you get started and put you on the right path. It's a a new year, new beginnings. And we want to make sure that uh, as you get started uh, in a wealth building fashion, uh, that you stick to the program, and hence we got to help you automate it. Uh, and I- I've noticed, you know, as Jack and I uh, share with you the importance of uh, teaching your children uh, about money and about putting some aside uh, uh, as you earn it on a regular basis, uh, I find that to resonate with people the most. Uh, they say, gee, you know, I'm 50-55. Uh, I made a lot of mistakes along the way. Uh, you know, tough to write the plane, but it can be righted. But uh, certainly uh, the message uh, that you have shared with us about uh, putting money for, having our kids save money when they're 15 or 20 or begin working, that they can uh, take advantage of. I had a listener uh, call us up, uh, 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 explain the situation to us, and they had about you know, $50,000, $60,000. Their kids had a little bit of money saved up and they wanted to get started, and uh, I told them what to do, and they ran down to the bank that day and got started, and I congratulate them for that move. It's, all, of, it's all about getting started.
0: Part of getting started too, Wolf, when you look at it at the beginning of the year, beginning of the decade, and look at how fast the last decade went. It shows you how, how quickly time passes us, and if you don't get started, you really miss the, the opportunity of time and the advantages that it offers you. And when you're looking at it this year, um, and part of the thing that we do for clients, uh, optimizing where you put your assets is very important. So if you're saving for a house, you put them in a different place than maybe if you're saving for a car, so that you have options. You have your RSP, you have your TFSA. If you're saving for your kids, RESP. Uh, you can get grant money of up to 20%. So there's lots of opportunities out there. It depends really what you're looking for and how you optimize that money. But getting started is important, but speaking with a professional or going to your bank to figure out what your goals are really will tell you which path you want to get or, or, or tools you want to use to get there.
2: Um, I want to come back to your point, Jack, because it is so important. Uh, optimizing, uh, yes. Step number one, get started. But then number two, this is where people don't understand the uh, nooks and crannies, the ins and outs uh, of multiple choices. And multiple choices are, as you said, uh, there's a savings account, there's a tax-free savings account, there's an RSP. Perhaps there's a locked-in RSP. Perhaps there's an RESP. Perhaps there's a corporate account. Perhaps there's a trust. A lot of different Lots of
0: tools in the toolbox. Insurance as well for. for- people with corporations being able to tax shelter that money. So like you said, t- tons of opportunities, but you got to figure out what you want to do before you figure out what tool you're going to use to get there.
2: Right, and again, so so to optimize, uh, Jack and I have, have, I would say, 99% of the time added value in a 50-minute discussion with, with 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 individuals just like you, right there at home, that's right, you, um, opti- help them better optimize their money. Uh, Mr. Klein, if you take money from your tax-free savings account and move it into your RRSP account because it's unused room, you will get yourself a refund of say 40%, $10,000 smooth from A to B, and you get yourself a $4,000 refund. Again, with a 50-minute conversation, Jack and I see these opportunities all the time, so uh, we, we, we're trying to coined the phrase, optimizing a dollar. It is very, very important. Uh, And again, the way you optimize a dollar, holistically speaking, is is, as Jack indicated, you got to step back and look at the bigger picture. What are your goals? And no one has a singular goal. You have multiple goals. You should have multiple goals. And therefore, you must prioritize where you get your biggest bang for your buck. For example, you have a house, you have children, uh, and you have a retirement goal, uh, with children, of course, comes education goals. So right then and there, a typical Canadian family would have four obvious goals, paying for the house, paying for your children's education, and making sure there's enough money in retirement. Um, Hello, you know what I'm talking about at home, right? You know what I'm talking about. You are saying, yes, you're nodding your heads with me. Uh, we agree. So the question is, can you, can a coach help you better optimize those four buckets of needs and requirements? And I'm going to say wholeheartedly they can. And I can, I'm going to further say to you, Robo will not even attempt that because Robo can't do that. Impossible to effectively do a dollar optimization strategy for a client in 15 minutes uh, with Robo. It will not happen. So don't be misled by fees. Don't be misled by automization. Don't be misled by gee, you have all the power and all the control in your little handheld device. Uh, you're seeing the commercial right now, so, gee, was, the, the world is at my finger. Sure it is, but if you don't understand the tools in the toolbox, you're not optimizing, you're not doing yourself any favors, you're self diagnosing at Best. Uh, I do want to welcome you to the year. I want to welcome you to the show against a show about money. If you ever have any questions for Jack and I, it's WolfgangKlein.com. We are always available. Uh, you will hear back from us within 24 hours. And it's, 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 I'm delighted when uh, listeners call us, ask some questions. We call them back, and they're tickle pink to have a conversation with me, and they thank us profusely. So be one of those people. You'll, uh, we will help you optimize. That's what we're all about. Uh, you're listening to Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. The show is called Hi-Fire Radio on Wolfgang Klein portfolio portfolio. portfolio manager jack hartle wingman right hand man partner uh, in success your success because it's what all about you Uh, more show coming up right after this
1: let's take a break but after wolf and jack will continue their in-depth discussion about money you're listening to hi-fi radio from global news radio 640 toronto
0: morning.
2: Welcome back to the show, Hi Fi Radio. It is a show about money, it's high finance. Um, we're here to help simplify it for you. Um, but again, you needn't worry about the minutia. You needn't worry about the details. Uh, let the experts worry about the minutiae and the details. Uh, uh, dear friends at home, um, it's not about the next pot stock. It's not about gold. It's not about um, uh, the, the, the the newfangled idea. Uh, and usually, those newfangled ideas don't make any money. They're froth with speculation. And 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 often, what 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 really saddens me is often it's it's, it's people like you, you at home, uh, who who perhaps have twenty five or thirty thousand dollars. Uh, and you, you you want to hit it big, you know. Slow steady eddy is too slow steady eddy for you, and so you try to hit it big on a speculative trade. And um, here we are in the new year, and uh, we're seeing a few do it yourself accounts show up on our lap, and you know, down fifty percent because last year they bought a bunch of, or two years ago they bought a bunch of pot stocks, made some money, uh, turned four thousand into six thousand, and then put some more money into it and saw fifty thousand become twenty five thousand. And I know that's a common theme out there. And again, I guarantee you, some at home right now is shaking their heads, and saying, "Oh, yes, I'm." One of those. I'm sure and they, they I'm heard the sure that
0: you know the Christmas dinner table and a lot of those themes, not, not this year well, well not this year, last year well, la- this year they're hearing the different story they're saying oh my god i can't believe that i invested in those stories and that's what they they're, are they're not a even, lot of the they're times they're stories they're and not themes. even making their mistakes well there's the gambler's dilemma there right you it, do hear about the winners and you don't hear about the losers so you probably so didn't hear true. a lot of uh, talk about cannabis stocks this year at the dinner table at christmas but i'm sure that uh, you know it was a good year in assets and asset prices uh blue chip stocks S&P 500 type companies and the NASDAQ was up 35%. But just last year at this point, uh, so the end of 2018, entering 2019, we were just talking about how we got through the worst December since the 1930s. So that shows you how investor sentiment and psychology can change just in a matter of one year.
2: Yeah, You know, Jack, I, I want to stick on the point of speculation here for a moment and about uh, trying to chase returns, trying to participate in the party. I, again, l- listeners at home, I want to give you some early warning detection tools to help you. If you're at a party and the party is speaking about making money in any fashion, look the other way. Two reasons. Number one, uh, the, the people making money do, do not share their, their their money-making ideas at parties. Warren Buffett doesn't do that. Uh, Bezos and, and Gates, they don't do that. No, no they, they focus on the task at hand. Um, number two, individuals, when, when they speak about their, the prowess and their success. They only speak about their success. They speak about the last trade that worked. They don't speak about their problems and their pains. And and they're still si- sitting on perhaps Nortel in their portfolios or or, or some, some some oil stock that was a hundred that's now trading at eighty cents. Uh, no, now that's now, now they're on the pot. So my point is. You don't need to speculate. Stop it with the speculation. Um, Life has enough unknowns and enough risks. When it comes to your finances, let's let's set up some layups. Let's get back into proper health here. Long-term thinking, quality investments, get started, stick to the program, and I'm going to help you maintain on the program by telling you now up front, number one, it won't be easy. In the short term, it will not be exciting. Um, it'll be very boring. Uh, and if you can continue on this path for 15 years, you'll begin to see success. If you can stick on the path for 25 years, you will thank Jack and I profusely. Um, so the, the, the nitty gritty uh Matters a whole lot in the short term, but in the in in the long term, it's noise noise being market noise, as Jack was talking about 2008, when the when when the world was coming to an end in short order. It was the worst correction in in, since 1930, as you indicated, Jack. The individual at home who was automated, who just continued investing, would have stayed long, would have been purchasing stuff on the cheap because there was a Boxing Day sale going on last year. And then in 2019, they would have ridden a clean bull market up 28% actually in the S&P Currency adjusted, if you're a Canadian investor, you didn't get all that because the Canadian dollar was actually up 5%. So U.S. stocks, U.S. currency was a headwind for us Canadians. Uh, and here we are with the Canadian dollar, Jack, at what, seventy-seven, seventy-eight cents. But,
0: but, but yeah, the benefit for Canadians is the Canadian dollar last year was up 5%. So not just the, the stocks that we have uh, in the U.S. Canadians also have real estate assets. They also have other properties that they may have. So. Having a strong dollar in Canada is actually a good thing for us. It, it was a little detrimental last year cause for international investors uh, that are Canadian domicile. But net-net, I would say having a strong Canadian dollar is good for Canadians. It makes us more productive and allows us to buy that capital equipment to compete globally.
2: Yeah, and again, more important, I think, or equally important to a Canadian, um, strong dollar, weak dollar. You Canadians must Oh, <laughs> the kiss of death, right? Jack knows what I'm talking about. I just kissed that American dollar lower. Um, but I'm going to repeat what I said. I'm going to slap myself in the face. I'm going to look real silly probably 12 months. I can probably be dead wrong with what I'm about to say here. Um, in, the, in the short term, I could be dead wrong. Long term, I'm not. <clears throat> Long term, Canadians must own a U.S. dollar, period. It's the currency of the planet. You don't need to own the euro. You don't need to own the yen. You don't need to own the one. You do need to own the U.S. buck. We are so lucky to be living basically in the same time zone as, as America, even certainly in the financial markets. It really, it
0: really <coughs> allows us to get global diversification. And when you're thinking long-term, if you look at, so everyone has sort of a home bias towards their investing. So Canadians mostly invest in Canada. US, Americans invest in America. Europeans, uh, the, the like as well. But the, it allows us as Canadians to really get a diversified global basket of equities. And the U.S. dollar is uh, a natural hedge against market volatility. So it tends to rise when the market goes down. So it gives you a natural buffer, a natural stabilizer to your portfolio.
2: And again, I'm gonna repeat that point. When the market goes down, if it goes down hard, mark my words, highly likely the US dollar will go up. It'll it'll help cushion the down uh you're listening to hi-fi radio global news radio network 640 in toronto i am wolfgang klein portfolio manager host of the show jack hartle my partner in success your success your financial success stay tuned stay tuned all year uh, if you do that i assure you i assure you i promise you you will learn something you will be wealthier uh in spirit mind and hopefully account Stay tuned.
1: Don't go anywhere. There's more great show after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
0: I want it all. I want it all.
1: I want it all. And I want it now. Welcome back
2: to the show about money. It's called Hi-Fi Radio. There's your fidelity. Now let's talk finance. Uh, wow. 2019 stellar market at all time highs. Um, you know, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm coming up up into about my 19th year in this business. And, uh, I'm looking forward to the 20th year. I'm looking forward to the 30th year in the business, um, but 19th year in the business, and um, I, I'm I'm so blessed to to have clients who have basically been with me from day one. A number of clients with me from day one, and you know when I, when I look at their accounts because I got the date in front of me and uh, where their accounts began 19 years ago, Jack, and where they are today, remarkable. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they they hung in, they stuck with us uh, through thick and thin, uh, through up market, through down market. We held hands. They believed. Uh, they focused on what they could control, which is their income, their spending, their attitude, um, their their view on the world, um, their acceptance of ups and downs. And uh, Jack and I focused on what we need to focus on, which is uh, the, the world of high finance. Um, it's complicated. Um, it's Simple, it's just not easy. Um, but to, again, to see clients you know, begin with $100,000, Jack, uh, multiple clients beginning 19 years ago we made around 100,000 bucks, and yep. their accounts today are what, a couple million bucks. And of course they added money to the account. They have to, There's the only way you're gonna become wealthy. I can't do all the heavy lifting for them, but as a partnership, uh, as a coach, uh, helping them optimize their money, stay on course, uh, their income increases, hopefully their savings increases, um, years they are so delighted
0: like you said Wolf the clients that are most successful and we see it time and time again are the ones that trust us allow us to do our job again we're not going to get everything right but when we make mistakes we we correct those mistakes and move on Um, and that's part of being a successful in the market, you have to be able to look at how things are changing and adapt accordingly. And like I said, the, the clients that are most successful, they're not the guys that are calling us up every time the market crashes. Or I'm not saying crash, every every correction that the market has, or they're not calling us with pot ideas and this and that. They're the guys that go out, focus on their job and allow us to do our job.
2: Yeah. yeah. And I'm even going to come back to you now, Jack, and uh, just challenge you a little bit here. Uh, I don't think you and I make a lot of mistakes. Uh I don't think that's the right word. Um, They're not mistakes,
0: but in, in the market. So I just read a book. about It was from Jim Simmons, and it was a quant investor he was right 50.5% of the time. Right. So he was right just over half the, the time. Right. So, so as an investor, you have to recognize that there are some stocks that you're going to buy, and they're not going to go as you expect. No, not so many. And, many, and, and, many, and, and many. in that case, what you do is you cut the loss, which is one of the most difficult things that investors do, and retail investors don't do it, and that's why they're not successful. So when I say mistakes, uh, that's part of market process. So it's not a mistake. It's actually just part of the process. You're right. when, you're, when you recognize that you're wrong, you have to adjust. And but, then, and then, optimize by a better stock.
2: But and again, even the word wrong is. I, I, I want to say, Sam, because the point is, ownership is so important in the world. Uh, you, you just must accept responsibility. Um, and so again, I accept responsibility for what I have to do and my decisions I make every day. I deal in the world of probabilities. I'm a batter, a swing batter, swing, uh, right, I, right, swing, well, batter, it, it, but but a no, swing batter, swing. So I know I'm going to strike out. It is just part, but if I if I'm swinging, if I'm batting three fifty, I'm going to get paid very, very well.
0: You're being be the Hall of Fame wolf.
2: It's, well, thank you. So three fifty, Jack. That means I can be wrong two out of three times, and and still be a successful baseball player, and a, a successful portfolio manager can do that too. But I go back to your average investor at home. They they should not be worried about cutting losses because they shouldn't be managing their money. Right. They should not be worrying about fear and greed. They should be focusing on what they can control. They, they, this is a complicated world, and, and and the world of finance is not easy. I can give you a very simple solution. The question is, will it be the right solution for you to, to handle on your own? I don't think most individuals are qualified uh, to to take in all this information and, and have a proper portfolio. And again, I go back to now to ownership. Um, there are, Jack and I do not make a lot of mistakes and and, and, and we are not wrong a lot. We deal in the world of probability. We accept stuff not working out. And that's part of the process. It's not being right or wrong. This is knowing that if if we spread our ideas around, if we deal in probabilities, if we deal in the averages in history, we know we are going to make money. We're in the money-making business. And that's exactly what we do do. So we are dead right. We do make money for clients over time, but we need to Know what, what what to expect, and so if you expect that the market could fall fifty percent, and it falls fifty percent, then individuals, clients of ours, should not say, "Well, if you were wrong, no, we weren't wrong. We expected the market to fall something. It's part of the risk. If on the other hand, the market, if on the other hand, the, the market falls fifty, we fall a hundred, it's a different story. I think we're quite. Yeah, you're out of business. <laughs> I think we're quite wrong there. Uh, so accepting ownership, not blaming anybody.
0: Um, But responsibility, (coughs) the word that you use, Wolfgang, is responsibility and and process. So, uh, sticking to a process as an investor, recognizing what your process is to build wealth over the long term. Because there's a lot of people out there in the market right now, lots of, the like, tons of them. They they're playing a different game than we are. So they're out there trying to trade every single tick, every single trade uh, that's available to them. They're day traders, they're minute trade. what we'll call them whatever you want, but they're they're playing on the same field as us, but they really have different goals. What we're trying to do, obviously, is get our clients to whatever goal they have, whether it's a successful retirement or planning for the next generation, those types of things.
2: There, basically, there's two types of investors in this world, Jack, uh, and, and you know this, of course. There is the institutional investor. That's about 50% of the world. Uh, that That's Canada Pension Plan. That's Teachers Pension. That is um, uh, Ontario Pension Plan. That is mutual funds. Uh, the... That is 50% of the business. The other 50% is retail investors. That's what Jack and I take care of. Um, We take care of individuals. And when it comes to retail investors, you can break them out down into two camps. One that seeks professional advice, and one that doesn't. And it's the one that doesn't, I think, that is most susceptible, period. Uh, And and that's, again, the the individual, I'm encouraging, don't focus on the market, focus on what you control, because if you're going to focus on the market, guess what? I guarantee you, you have a bunch of pot stocks in your book right now, or on your portfolio right now, and you don't know what to do with them. And as such, you're probably burying your head in a Bag of pot. Uh, you're listening to Hi-Fi Radio, Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Wolfgang Klein, portfolio manager, manager of wealth, builder of wealth, uh, here for you. Uh, Jack Hartle, uh, partner in your success as well, portfolio manager as well. Um, Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto, show that airs each and every Saturday on this wonderful network. More show right after this. Money!
1: Listen, we're gonna take a break. But when we come back, more money talk. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto. How can we dance when our is How we sleep while our beds
2: All right, your bed's burning. Get up, hey. <laughs> Happy New Year to you. It's Wolfgang Klein, host of Hi Radio, Global News Radio Network 640 in Toronto. We're here to help you, uh, but you got to get up. You got to get up. And you got to turn up your radio. And, uh, well,. Uh, Maybe grab a pen, take a few notes. Um, Jack and I were just talking about cursive writing and about educating children, and uh, it's just incredible how things have changed. Um, You know, I bought my daughter an iPhone. Uh, My daughter is twelve. Long, long, winded uh, note she wrote for me. She's twelve. Long winded note as to why she's left out and how she feels, and friends people are making fun of her because she doesn't have the phone. It's a must have item and uh, kids can't do cursive writing anywhere they can't hold a pen ah uh, boy the world has but it, they need know. an
0: iphone wolf but they can't talk on the phone i discovered that over the christmas holiday so i was we called grandpa to thank him for uh, the christmas gift that i gave james james built his lego set within uh, within 24 <laughs> hours of getting his 500 piece lego set and he called my dad and honestly he's almost seven years old and does not know really how to talk on the phone and yeah. you know what that is wolf it's experience he has no experience doing it.
2: I, I think you'll be okay, Jack. Because my, he, my no, but my two boys had trouble speaking on the phone too. I must have mis- admit, they
0: did. Um, but, 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 but but the no, point no, no. But the point is, Wolf, experience. So to learn how to do something, you have to have lots of experience. You were just talking about being in the investment industry for yep, 19 years. Good point. People get a story at the Christmas table about cannabis stocks or Bitcoin. Or I don't know what the next. Because I don't I know what the I next story. Little yeah, bitty. Yeah, that was the year before. Recency bias, will. But people have all these biases, and they're susceptible to these nonsense stories that they pay up for the story and don't even know what they're buying. Which is, yeah, it's just a. My point is, you talk about 19 years' experience. We still have our biases, but at least we recognize that uh, you know, when a story is a story, when a mania is a mania, you really don't have to participate.
2: You know, Jack, I can't thank you enough for that word bias because you've been on that for some time, uh, behavioral biases that we have as individuals, and... Um when you become aware of, of, of what's going on second second derivative thinking kicks in uh, biases are actually absolutely hilarious and it, I start to think of all these biases clients had I have um, and at least when you understand what's taking place you can uh, stop yourself and say, wait that's just a bias I have um, yeah. you know and so you know Trump tweets create biases yeah there's uh, there's
0: two types of biases so it's cognitive biases biases we don't even recognize or know that we have mm-hmm. and then emotional biases which can for the markets you see it well you see both, but the emotional ones are the ones where clients really call us, whether they're in a tizzy, whether the market's up or down, they got the fear of missing out or fear of going broke, but that's where you really see some of these manias kick in when the emotional biases uh, kick into effect.
2: Cognitive versus emotional biases. The the ones that always get me to scratch my head are the emotional biases uh, because you're making a lot of money for a client, they're having a record year, and they transfer out. I don't understand. I'm in a money-making business. I've exceeded your goals. You're transferring out. You call the client up. Why are you transferring out? Well, because my brother left and uh, he's moving and therefore I came with him. And so if he's moving, I'm moving. Yeah, but you're very happy. I know I'm happy, but uh, I'm just doing that. I I just feel better about it. You can't put your finger on it. Sometimes, why people make the uh, and we we see well they, they
0: deal with emotion. They don't deal with logic. So, as a financial investor, you're looking like I said. You have these goals, and they can be whatever they are. Like everyone has different goals. So, uh, are you on track to meeting those goals? And if you're not, what can you do? To change your behavior. So maybe you need to save a little bit more. Maybe you need to spend a little bit less. Maybe you need to invest a little more aggressively considering that you have a longer term than you actually realize to invest.
2: And interesting point you make, Jack, because all you're doing is you're changing the, 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 the thought. Um, again, just not distracting, but taking away from Donald Trump and focusing on the individual. So let's break it down. Individual goals. Individual number one, they've exceeded their goals. They have all the money they need. Why get rattled by Donald Trump? You're there. You're good. Who cares? Flip it around. The individual who has not done what they're supposed to do, who doesn't have a lot of um, uh, wealth built up and they're
0: concerned about entering retirement, same thing. Still concerned about Donald Trump. Still but concerned you know about what? God. Look at your own behaviors Correct. that you can control. Absolutely. And, and
2: so I go back to uh, individual. It's a new year. I, I can't stress the importance of what we're talking about here because Canadians are not prepared for the future financially, and yet we're all living longer. and uh, So Jack and I are here to help you with the stuff that they didn't teach you in school. And I hope your parents mentioned it to you at some point in your life, but perhaps it didn't stick. And we know with baby boomers, they wanted it all at the point in time. But here we are, millennials, guess what, are turning 30. We have a number of clients in the wedding business. And if you're a wedding planner or wedding crasher, this is going to be your year, I know, because millennials are turning 30 to the tune of about 4 million uh, Americans. And, of course, why do I say it's relevant? Well, when you turn 30, something happens. Uh, Time and time again, throughout history, you're going to want the experience of having a baby. Ah, a new experience. Never thought about that. You got the pet, you got the iPhone. One day you will want to have babies, and guess what? It's beginning now. And 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 so this gives us tailwind into the future. But uh, you want it all. You want. You're going to get married uh, now. You got to really focus on what Jack and I are speaking about. So, uh, friends, if you're 20 at home, you got a head start on the 30 year olds. Don't do what they They, did. They waited and waited and waited. 30, now they've still got all these objectives in mind, but they haven't started yet. I can't stress the importance enough of starting early, and it's never too late to start. But what you have when you're young is time. And yesterday, Oscar Wilde said, youth is wasted on the young. Don't be one of those individuals. Don't waste your youth, young fella. Get to work and put a little money aside. Maybe you can ask your parents, you know, if you're really young, pull a move my dad, my daughter would pull. She'd write a little note to your mom and dad and say, you have a plan. Don't tell them where you got the plan from. (laughs) Say, I have a plan, mom or dad. Uh, If I save $50 a week, would you match it? Silence. What? If I save $50 a week, would you match it? Yeah, sure, I'll do that. Go for it. You watch in a few months what what they, what they say. to You watch, just watch. But what you have to then do is you save the money and then you got to get down to a financial institution of some sort and start investing it. Uh, quality blue chip equities, stocks, good old fashioned stocks uh, for the long haul and hope they crash 50% because they'll be on sale and you keep buying them. Uh, yes, this is speak in a bull market. This is speak atop at of markets. Uh, confidence is high. Confidence is strong. Uh, that's a behavior bias. I have friends. I'm sharing it with you right here, right now. Uh, Cause again, it, 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 I am human and I shall err. Not make mistakes. I shall but for, err. For your
0: wisdom to work, well, for your wisdom to work. Yep. They have to. St- if you want to be a long-term investor, you still have to buy at the bottom as well.
2: I'm going to give them a guarantee. The guarantee is it will work in 25 years. If it doesn't, give me a call. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio, Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Uh, more of the show right after this.
1: Making money is the best. So how do you make more money? Plenty of
2: money and-
1: Come on back after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And I think I'm gonna miss you for a long, long time. Cause I not
2: Welcome back to the show. I'm a little Linda Ronstadt for you. I just watched the uh, documentary on her. Uh, again, I'm a big, big music fan. I used to work in the industry, sort of, and uh, very, very dear to my heart. And it's fascinating to see the uh, the, the evolution of of, of of technology, the evolution of. Uh, stuff and what's old is news sometimes and what's old well, sometimes stays old um, but you know, as an example a music sales thanks to uh, streaming uh, again I, I used to service the record labels back in my day and uh, they were selling us pieces of plastic and each year they would sell a little more plastic to the world and all of a sudden it peaked uh, just as the burner was coming out the CD burner so too the internet uh, so too um, ripping off who was the first company that ripped off uh, music anyone know in the studio I the who was that company that used to rip off, uh, it'll come to me. Napster. Uh, Napster, that's yeah, it, there Napster. Uh, yeah, the, so the are complete gangsters, the Napster boys were. And turned the music industry upside down. All of a sudden, streaming uh, and revenue, uh, well, stream went up, revenue went down. And the industry was left for dead. It consolidated, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but, you know, fast forward, and uh, I think it was two years ago, 2017, uh, music sales in aggregate, all in gross revenue, thanks to streaming, hit an all-time high. At the same time, I just mentioned on the radio a couple of weeks ago, my daily business report I do that uh, a box office attendance, uh, cinematic productions hit an all time high thanks to Star Wars, uh, in, in, in excess of $11 billion. So, of course, the holiday uh, weekend, uh, or week, I'm all confused. It's been a weird one with the uh, the holiday being right middle of the week. But uh, I spent some time, of course, going through new media looking for content. And uh, for the first time, because I'm a Prime uh, holder, and I, Jack and I held the Amazon stock for a long time, I made some very good money on that trade, uh, I got a little Amazon Prime download. I was on Netflix, and uh, as such, uh, I watched the Linda Ron. Constant um, documentary, outstanding. Uh, a documentary on Clive Davis, outstanding. And another one, uh, Echo in the Canyon, uh, about the music scene in uh, California in 1965, the year I was born. 1967, a two-year window uh, where collaboration and artists came together. And I, I just had to say to myself, you know, where is the scene today? And I, I, I'm going to say, you know, the obvious. Spot, I'm going to say the scene is, is it remains in the valley, but it's now called Silicon Valley. And you now have programmers who, honestly, I'm hearing this, this is weird, but I'm hearing computer programmers in the valley who are. Microdosing um, various items, including LSD and magic mushrooms, um, with their peers, and they're collaborating on code. Um, no, so instead of writing music, they're writing code. Uh, that's, I guess, that's, that's that's the scene I see. That's the, well, technology
0: is really disrupted, as you said, the the entertainment <laughs> industry with the the fact that the, the way that we consume content. But the fact is, Wolf, content is still king. And the so you talk about the types of. Content that you're, that you're watching, the most important thing is a good quality content, the way that it's delivered to you, it changes and evolves through a time, but you still want the proper story being well, said uh, to you.
2: Listen, listen here, Jack, listen yeah. here, young felling. i will tell you what happened. Okay. What did say? Okay, boomer? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, on. technology disrupted the industry and turned the labels uh, on their heads. Yeah. Um, yeah. It empowered the artist uh, more than they can imagine. Um, technology has allowed the artist to do things they couldn't do before. Um, but again, in watching that that Linda Ronstadt. Uh, no, sorry, Echo in the Canyon, the doctor I got all three mixed up because I power, uh, I binge watch. yes, a new phrase there, folks, binge-watched uh, Rockumentaries, a music, a music documentary. I absolutely love them. Uh, the Clive Davis one and the Echo in the Canyon one, the Linda Ronson, that one, all three blurred in. But um, Beck is in Echo in the Canyon. Uh, I've seen Beck perform a number of times. Um, and it's really cool to see them sit around a coffee table with all this uh, vinyl, uh, which is hot again, um, uh, and, and, and just Discuss uh, the music and, and, and the camaraderie and the bringing together to the point of success and then the splitting apart. So it was about a two year window, which you know, it's interesting, Jack. I was thinking about the momentum and the momentum trading in the stock market. How, how long does a momentum trade tend to last for Jack?
0: 18 months to maybe two years. It's exactly
2: what happened in, in this Echo in the Canyon music scene. It was about, it was about 18 months to two-year window. Right. And so think about that in your life, folks. When, when, you, when, you, when you get into a really good gro- groove, how long the groove runs for. But I will tell you something. It doesn't go on forever. And as such, you know, I, I speak about investing. I speak about great quality businesses. You hang on to them for the long haul. You're going to make money. But they also must be rotated. And again, that too is the challenge. And that's where uh, doing some additional work and some having some experience and thinking out the box and having new fresh ideas come to you is very, very powerful because it is those new ideas that are often misunderstood, misappreciated. And
0: actually do the most disrupting in the long term because they've never seen them before. People didn't know that they wanted an iPhone before it was presented to them. Now I, now Apple is the biggest or second biggest company in the world, right? But so and it was left for dead back in the 80s
2: and but the, the, the one thing I think Apple stumbled on is is, is iTunes because they are about to again own the music industry and but again they had too many things on their plate and so that one they, they allowed other participants to participate right. uh, in it. and they,
0: they've evolved with time so they went from basically making hardware now it's not just the hardware is very important for them but they're being able to adapt over time to the services side of things too which is very important
2: yeah but I can think it back to you know none, nonetheless the amount of content available at my fingertips with with, with what we have available to uh, to ourselves today, it really is powerful. Uh, like it, hate it, it is. And unfortunately, a 12-year-old-
0: do- I would say, depends what you do with it, Wolf. Depends how powerful it is.
2: Uh, I, I, so again, you and I were chatting about my, my 12-year-old daughter who now has an iPhone. I don't know what I buy her. Eight, a 10, a 12, I don't know what I bought her. It's a $1,000 phone. Mm-hmm. That's what I got her. Uh, ouch. Ouch. Um, does she need to have that phone? And ask her, the answer is yes. But when you see society and you see the way we have evolved and how good of a tool this is, um, I think it's a great tool to have. It's a safety tool. It's a connected tool. Um, it can also mislead and uh, take you— Misinform. And and, 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 and and I think perhaps disrupt your social skills at the same time so— uh, Buyer beware, yin and yang, too much of a good thing is not necessarily a good thing. It's like having too much pot stock in your portfolio. You know what I'm talking about out there, my good friends. You're listening to iFi Radio, Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. I am Wolfgang Klein, host of the show, Portfolio Manager, here to help you. WolfgangKlein.com. Any questions about money, you give us a call. Jack and I are more than happy to speak with you free of charge. It's uh, yes, indeed, first one's free. More show right after this.
1: Stay with us. There's more shows still to come. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You and I should get alone, so all People are people, so why should it be? You and I should get alone,
2: so all Welcome back to the show. Yes, people are. People, um, I, I played that for the millennials, uh, you know, everyone says you guys are different. You're not different. You're di- just, we're, we're, all the same. We really are. And again, uh, my little millennial friends, you're turning 30. How many wedding planners out there? Uh, boy, you have a list of to do's and responsibilities about to come your way, but fret not. Uh, you're going to buy a house hopefully sooner rather than later. Don't forget, as you, you got to buy a house, you're going to uh, pay it off over a 25 or 30 year period, hopefully 25, hopefully sooner. But you have to do more than that. You must put money aside for your future um, retirement because uh, you will retire. And you got to probably deal with your bambinos coming your way. Uh, but I want to fast forward then, Jack, to retirees because uh, people are people and people are retiring and um no different. Uh, different challenges, different opportunities, uh, different mindset. Um, and we have to bring on that author again, Jack, uh, who was on a few weeks ago, uh, who wrote that retirement book. Um, very, very good. But yeah, yeah, and, and having Michael Bellamy on as well, Jack, a couple of weeks ago, uh, he, he, very salient point. Um, when people enter retirement, they end up spending more than they expect in the first few years years uh second point people entering retirement think gee whiz i'm retiring donald trump tweets drive me nuts get me out of all markets i don't want any more risk in my portfolio biased um well, we've seen it cognitive m- biased emotion call it what you want it's right. not the right thing to do um we've also but-
0: seen a, me- a massive mental hurdle for people that before they actually enter retirement so maybe a year out hmm they start looking at retirement and they really can't foresee themselves. They've, they've spent their whole time creating this nest egg that they expect to harvest over their retirement. And then once they enter the retirement years and some people's retirement depends when you retire. It could be as much as 30, even 35 years, and depending on how healthy time. you are. It's a long time. So you, you got to have a big nut, obviously, to to take care of you over that period of time. But uh, for people entering retirement, what we see time and time again is the, they basically want to cash out and go risk. Well, risk-free. They want to buy risk-free assets, and in this environment, when you buy a risk-free asset, you basically get no return when you account for inflation. You're buying a two-year G- or a two percent GIC which I don't think is going to get them to the long-term goal that they really want to achieve in retirement.
2: No. So um, here we are uh, coming off a very, very strong year. We're going into a new year. Uh, Jack and I have about three, four minutes left here. So we're going to do a little market talk for you right now uh, and where the market uh, perhaps is going in 2020. Uh, I I will preface by saying uh, we raised our cash levels, Jack and I. We did some selling uh, of equities to beat only tactical, I do not want you to try this stuff at home yourself. You're not qualified. I'm sorry to say you're not. Don't do this Hopefully your advisor uh, call you by and ask them where they're sitting. But we, we did raise our cash levels a little bit.
0: Well, uh, hopefully they had a great year last year, which you participated in, because we did for our clients. They're holding pot
2: stocks. I already spoke about that. No. So, no,
0: so basically, if you're going to raise some <clears throat> cash, you want to be raising it from some potentially, some stuff that's not working for you, but also harvesting some gains as well.
2: I, I, and again, I, but I got to come back to, listeners at home should not be making those decisions raising cash. Agreed. Be doing, the portfolio yep. manager be doing that not them uh, I so we, we told our clients we've raised some cash we sold we took profit and we got some safe dry cash powder. Uh, we think the year is going to be fine. In fact, I I think before this cycle is done, the S&P is going to get through 4,000. The S&P right now is just under 3,300 points. So I do see another 20% perhaps upside before uh, the fat lady sings. Uh, but again, you come into 2020 and I, I got my bespoke premium um, uh, package that kicks off the new year. I pay a lot of money for this bespoke research, my good friends. I want to share with you a little bit of it, but uh, uh, 11 pros, 11 cons for the year uh, pro, I'm going to go through the pros first. Don't fight the tape. Don't fight the Fed. The trend is moving higher. The financials in the United States have finally broken out. High-yield spreads are not giving us any sign of stress. Stocks remain attractive relative to bonds. The semiconductor stocks, those microchips that go on my daughter's cell phone, my cell phone, are very strong. U.S. housing is strong. U.S. consumer is strong. The internals of the market are working again. And money flows are continuing to support... Higher equity prices. What's to talk about? It's all good. Not, we've got 11 negative things. This is a balance sheet. I like this. you got to look at both sides of it. That's what retail investors don't do. They, they, they don't understand this, so don't even try. Let the pros focus on that. So the cons of the market. Valuations are stretched relative to history. The market is expensive relative to history. And the U.S. market is the most expensive in the world. Uh, the tech sector is parabolic. And the tech sector now represents a heavier weight in the S&P 500 than it ever has. Uh, jobless claims can they get any better Jack really you know, below four percent, which means maybe it's perhaps as as it gets, it's as good as it gets. It's as good as it gets,
0: but it can stay there for a while too.
2: And of course, you speak about some. Jack is always talking about it. It's very smart. It's called second second derivative thinking. Caterpillar sales uh, not showing signs of global growth as much as we would like. Consumer confidence at present looking good, but the consumer their expected index that tomorrow is going to be better worse than today is actually saying tomorrow is going to be worse than today. So the consumer is expecting some weakness. Uh, the the Economic data, aside from housing, is showing some signs of weakness with purchasing managers' index and the likes. Um, now, 2018 was a terrible year. Mean reversion. 2019 was a phenomenal year. So what I take mean, away from mean, all mean, that, Mean wolf? reversion. And then, fine, sorry, last one. Sorry, mean reversion from this, 19 being still strong. Last point, you got the volatility of a 2020 election.
0: Lots of great points in there, Wolf. Uh, lots of good factoids. For the average investor... None of that matters. I agree. Honestly, none of that I, matters I, I because they don't understand it. Yep. The most important thing they that they, the most important it. thing that they can do is change their behavior to meet their long term goals: saving more, investing more, spending less, maybe earning a bit more in twenty nineteen or in twenty twenty. All those things are what they can control. So the laundry list that you have there is important.
2: It's important to you and I for the,
0: for the long term. For for yeah. For the professional investor, but uh, like you said, there's a balance sheet. And don't get caught up in the story because we can spin or professionals and then media can spin any one of those stories 100%. any direction that, they th- want.
2: That's exactly it. There's 11 pros, 11 cons. You can spin it both ways. We do think the year is going to be fine. Um And as such, continue to invest. And if the year isn't fine, continue to invest. Uh, It's not exciting. It's not supposed to be exciting. Stick with a plan for 20 years. You are going to be so Happy. I speak from experience, my good friends. We're here to help you. WolfgangKlein.com. Never hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, No one is too big and no one is too small. We will love you all uh, as long as you're nice to us, which I'm sure you will be. Uh, I want to wish you a great weekend. I want to wish you a great month of January. I want to wish you a great year. I want to wish you a great decade. And I want to wish you a successful uh, financial journey. And we are delighted to be a part of that journey with you. I'm Wolfgang Klein, Jack Hartle in with me, both of us portfolio managers right here on the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. You tell your friends, the show is Hi-Fi Radio. (laughs)
1: listening to Hi-Fi Radio with Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle, portfolio managers at Kenaccord Genuity Wealth Management. For questions about today's show or any money questions you need answered, email Wolf and Jack at wolfgangklein.com. Hi-Fi Radio, for the love of money. We'll see you next week.